Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for being here today. Dr. Kenneth Hill has some encouragement from God's Word for your new year, but first, we dive right back into a conversation that began yesterday between Jonathan Kahn and our host, Pastor Larry Spargimino, revealing more mysteries of the ages. Jonathan, thank you so much for coming to Oklahoma and for just blessing us and being a great friend, a great brother, and a great Bible teacher. Well, I feel the same way, Larry. And the reason I come to Oklahoma is always because of just a few special people, and you're one of them. So so it is an honor to be here. Please recap where we've been. We're opening up the Oracle. The Oracle is really the largest, the biggest, broadest mystery that I've ever opened. It, It has a multitude of mysteries within it, and it's the mystery behind the end times. It's the mystery behind the past, present, and future, which we'll get to today. It's the mystery behind current events. It's the mystery behind really the end times, as well as the purposes of God, the restoration of God. Heaven, the second coming, it has so much to it that I'll just give you a framework that we gave before. Just remember the Jubilee. God established the Jubilee. Year of restoration. You return home. You lost your land. You return home. Well, the prophetic event that begins all prophetic events is the return of the Jewish people back to their land that they lost. So it's a Jubilee event. And the amazing thing, it's not just a Jubilee event, is that it's all timed to the Jubilee pattern. So God actually has this mystery of Jubilees that happens every 50 years, and something prophetic happens that always has to do with Israel, restoration, restoring what they lost, returning, always. Oh, it's going to happen up to very recently. By the way, it's not just for the 50-year period. Each jubilee sets in motion what's going to happen in the next period. But also the other mystery we're seeing is this amazing mystery of appointed words that God has appointed that are read from the scrolls every week, and they're appointed, and you're going to see amazing convergences that these words are appointed to be read on the exact times, the exact dates, when they are going to be fulfilled. We shared the amazing scripture that was appointed for the day that Israel rose up. And this is appointed from ages past. But we're going to see it again and again and again and again. And even in this one, there's going to be a fascinating appointed word. This is something new about the appointed word on the appointed dates. Now, that's more than chance, okay? (laughs) If you believe that that happens by chance, then you believe in evolution, you know, or you believe that a 747 jetliner just came together by chance. But this is absolutely amazing. Appointed words would be spoken on specific dates, and you've got the words, and you've got the dates, and you've got the proof. (laughs) And it comes true. So it's amazing that you said that. This is, I believe, another fingerprint of God saying, listen, I'm in charge of everything, and I'm converging everything in the world to my word, just like prophecy. So for those who are new to this, we've been going through opening each door, and we can only touch on like one of eight mysteries or two of eight mysteries in each one because there's so much. So we'll touch on some now, but here is this. It's the mystery of the Jubilee in code. The mystery begins with the Jubilee. Where does the mystery of Jubilee begin? It begins in Leviticus 25, the ordinance of the Jubilee. That's where it's all there. You can look it up. This is over 3,000 years ago, Moses, right? In that ordinance, there is a command. It says, you shall return. Now it's talking about the Jubilee. In the Jubilee, everyone, you shall return to the land. It says, you shall return to your ancestral land. Now, prophetically, this happens in a global scale when God brings Israel back to its ancestral land. Okay, but that's the first time that God ever tells the Jewish people, as a people, he tells them, you shall return. In Hebrew, it's one word. It's tashuvu. 
Tashuvu, just one word, Tashuvu. Now, the mystery is going to thicken because could there be something, a mystery, a code embedded in that original ordinance? Well, listen, in Hebrew, the biblical year, as many of you know, is not 2019 or 2020 or 2021. It's the Hebrew year, which is 5,700. You, you, you know that, right? So, okay, that's number one. Number two, in Hebrew, when you write a year down, you use letters. The way you write down a year is by using Hebrew letters. Every Hebrew letter has a numerical value, and it adds up. Now, this is not gematria and going crazy. You know, this is simply how you count years. So A is one, or Aleph is one, and then some are 10, and some are hundreds, and it goes on. Here's the amazing thing. Go back to that very ordinance over 3,000 years ago, the Jubilee Ordinance, you shall return. And the word you shall return, tashuvu, it adds up to a number. The number it adds up to is the year 1948. <laughs> 1948. So the very thing that says you shall return gives the year that you shall return. And that very command says you shall return to your ancestral land gives the exact year. I even look deeper. There's another thing that even gives the millennium. So that's how mind-blowing God is. We're offering the book, The Oracle, and also the eight-DVD set, The Oracle Uncensored. Our toll-free number is 1-800-652-1144. Tell us a little bit about The Oracle Uncensored. Yeah, The Oracle, first of all, the book, you're going to get things that, as far as we know, is the first time revealed. I promise you, God will blow your mind. Not me, but but secondly, there's so much in this mystery that I could not put it in. I mean, even more than in the paradigm. The paradigm, at least I can get through things. Now I can do doorknobs on the doors. (laughs) But there's so much. It was 3,000 pages of notes. So I couldn't put that all in the book. It's going to share things that are nowhere else. You're going to have things that are from, you know, from the mystery, but you're going to have things that are not in the book as well. There are things in the book that are not in the DVD as well. And you're going to get the images. I'm going to be sharing, the opening up these mysteries with the images. You can show it to your church. You can show it to your Bible. But also, it's going to have things like, for instance, something I never do, but it's, it's uncensored. And I'm talking about the end. So about the mysteries of the timing of the end and really even the mathematics of the end, which I only put in here. I never put anywhere else. So you're going to have things that are nowhere else. So both these things, the book and Oracle Uncensored, you'll have things that are in And we have never made that available on Amazon or a store. This ministry right here is one of the few that we make it available. And so we've got the book, the Oracle, and then also the eight-set DVD, the Oracle Uncensored. We go back to the big picture, which was 1867, count 50 years. It's 1917. That's where we had the land restored. But now, what happens if you count another 50 years? What's the 50th year? 1917 takes you to the year 1967, Six-Day War. The mystery is saying that in that year, you're going to have something to do with the restoration of something that was lost of the Jewish people. What is that? Jerusalem. When they came back in 1948, they didn't have Jerusalem. But Jesus said, I'm not coming back until the Jewish people are back in Jerusalem. I'm paraphrasing, but that's it. So for Jesus to come back, you had to have the Six-Day War. Now, there's so many mysteries here. One's called the Prophet's Song. Very cool. One is called the mystery of the, the priests of Israel actually involved in 1967. There's a mystical guy called the Nazir who was involved. There's also something called the Babylonian Code. I will touch on some other ones that are the fourth door. There's a place, of course, we all know called Masada. Masada is where Israel made its last stand. It's the grave of ancient Israel. When they fought against the Romans, it's the grave. The amazing thing, Larry, is that for 2,000 years, God had something hidden on top of Masada, a mystery on top of that mountain. And it took 2,000 years for Israel to come back to the land, and then they decide to go back to Masada. They're going to open it up. So they're opening up their ancient grave. They open it up, and they find the mystery. What's the mystery? It's a parchment with a scripture on it. 
God had it. And the scripture is a prophecy that God will bring Israel back to the land. And in that day, God says, I will open up your grave. So here they're opening up the grave. And as they're opening up the grave, they're fulfilling the prophecy of God opening up the grave as they find that there's so much to this. I'm just touching on it, but I'm going to throw this out because in the fourth door, the mysteries of the fourth door, there's something called the Masada algorithm. And I'm just going to say this. There is a code in this that from the day that they opened up Masada, there's an exact period of time that you count, and it determines the exact day that Israel is going to liberate Jerusalem. From Masada to the June 7th, it's amazing, 1967. Remember with the paradigm you saw there are things to the day, there are things to the exact day. Now, let me throw in another one. This is another mystery. It's the mystery of the lions. Now, remember I told you about in the Jubilee of 1917, there's a prophecy of the birds. God says, I will deliver Jerusalem as a bird flying. And we saw that Jerusalem was delivered through the air, or that was part of it, through Allenby's thing. And that was the appointed scripture on that day. So I looked into it, Larry. I looked closer. This is an Isaiah. And you read right next to that verse, there's another verse. It says, as birds flying, but right next to it, it says, and the Lord will fight for Jerusalem and for Mount Zion as a lion, as a lion. It says, as a lion and a young lion. Now, here's the, here's the amazing thing. Could it be, if the other one was a bird's, could this jubilee could be linked to lions? Israel wasn't planning to take Jerusalem. It's that Jordan attacked them, and Jordan had Jerusalem. So they sent a colonel to secure the mountains around Jerusalem. So he did. His name was Colonel Ben-Ari, and he was the, led the brigade that was called the Harel Brigade. The name Colonel Ben-Ari means lion. The man was named Colonel Lion. The prophecy said he'll fight as a lion on the mountain of the Lord. The brigade is called Harel, which means the mountain of the Lord. Now, the man who was in charge of the whole war over Jerusalem is named Arik Regev. He sends the command, take Jerusalem, on June 7th, take Jerusalem. His name in Hebrew means the lion. He sends word to another guy who's an intelligence officer who came up with a plan of how to take Jerusalem. His name is Arik Achman. His name means the lion. So the lion is fighting, circles around. The lion gives the command to take Jerusalem from the lion, who then relays it to another guy who's the commander of the paratroopers who are going to take Jerusalem. He's a hero in Israel's war. His name Matagor. Matagor, very different name. But he's the commander. He leads the troops down. He leads them into the gates of Jerusalem. And for the first time in 2,000 years, you have the Israeli soldiers. They are back in Jerusalem since the time of Rome. It says in the year of Jubilee, everyone shall return to their own possession. But they go there, and the first two in the gate, and on the, they go to the Temple Mount. And he's the one who says, the Temple Mount is in our hands. It's Matagor. Matagor, his name means the young lion. Now, with him is the other guy, the intelligence officer who gave, who is Arik Achman. His name means the lion. The prophecy in Isaiah says God will fight on that mountain. That's where they are, the two of them, as the lion and the young lion. <laughs> Amazing. And what gate did they go through? The lion's gate. And so think about that. On the day of the lion, it says God was saying, I'm going to fight like a lion. And the interesting thing is that when Jesus, Messiah, came the first time, he came as a lamb. On the day of the lambs, he went through the gates. They came back for the second coming. And which gate? Because he's coming as a lion. He's coming as a lion.
The world looks like it's out of control, but I think oh, everything's under control, in control. God's yes. <laughs> I, one thing is one thing with the oracle is I want believers to be strong and encouraged that way. You listen, God is totally in control. You're living in Bible times too. The God of Elijah and Joshua and Moses and the apostles is just as alive now. Be strong, be strong. And for people, if you have friends who are not saved, show it to them because it, wow, God is real. Now, what about the Jubilee and man? Yes. We're going to get to right now and the mystery and Donald Trump. You're going to see a link here and the future. The last Jubilee we saw was 1967, and we saw the return to Jerusalem. We saw the prophetic event of our time. And so what happens if we count 50 years? Well, what is the 50th year? The 50th year is the year 2017. Now, did anything happen in that year concerning Jerusalem or Israel or the return of the ancestral possession to the original owner? Could that possibly have happened? Amazing, it did. An event happened that Benjamin Netanyahu called one of the four great events of Israel, the birth of Israel, the Balfour Declaration, Jerusalem, and this. And what was it? It was the Jerusalem Declaration. It came right on time, like clockwork. And when did it come? If it happened a month later, it would have missed the Jubilee. It happened just then in December of 2017. For the first time, a world power recognizes Jerusalem as belonging to the Jewish people and as the eternal capital of Israel. How significant. That was the first time that ever happened in modern time. There's no other example. It was the first time it ever happened since ancient times. That was the first time when President Trump recognized Jerusalem. It was the first time since, you have to go back to the Romans, well, they knew it was the capital, but to do something that was pro-Jerusalem, you have to go back to Cyrus, which is another mystery. The whole mystery of Cyrus and Trump is in the oracle. So we got that now. 2017, year of Jubilee. It's the Jubilee year. What happens to the year of Jubilee? We said from the last time, we closed with the Jubilee man. The trumpet has to sound. You have to sound the shofar. What happened in the last one? At the key moment of that Jubilee, when the soldiers of Israel are entering the gates, entering the Temple Mount and the wall, all of a sudden, a trumpet sounds, a shofar sounds. And it's sounded by this man named Rabbi Shlomo Goren. We found out that also his original name means horn, and he's sounding the horn. Okay, he's the central figure. In the Jubilee of 2017, who's the central figure? It is clearly President Trump. It is clearly Trump. It doesn't matter what you feel about him. It's can God use him. Now, here's the thing. Now, amazing. Think about it. Here it is, the year of Jubilee, and God raises up a man called Trump. Trump means trumpet. Trump has two meanings in English. It means the man who sounds the trumpet, that's Trump, and the one who is the trumpet. Trump is the trumpet. And so think about it. So <laughs> amazing. When is he raised up? 2017. 2017 is the jubilee, is when the Trump has to sound. When does the Trump sound? The jubilee year comes, the Trump begins sounding. When did he begin sounding? When he became president. January of 2017. What happens in the jubilee? The Trump must sound throughout the land. So the Trump has been sounding throughout the land. Now, the sound of a trumpet is kind of loud and it's kind of harsh, you know, but it's the sound of the trumpet, the sound of the Trump. But what else has to happen? And that is that when the Trump sounds, what happens in the jubilee? When the trump sounds, the land or the ancestral possession goes back to its rightful owner. Think about that. The trump sounded in the year of Jubilee, and the ancestral possession, Jerusalem, went back to the original owner. I mean, who could put that together? Who could put that together? But if you think that is something, let me tell you one more thing. (laughs) We found out there was a scripture. Donald Trump was born on Friday That's a Sabbath. There was a scripture appointed for the day of his birth. 
What was it? And listen, could God be in charge of every event? What was it? It was the only place in the Bible where it speaks of the making of the Trump on the day that the Trump is made, is that scripture, you shall make the Trump. It's the scripture on the forming of the Trump of God. The Trump on that day, the Trump, Trump is formed. Who could put that together? So it's proclaimed all over the world. Listen, it's beyond Trump. I mean, Trump is not thinking about this, but you have a man named Trump. He's born and he's going to be waiting to sound when the year of Jubilee comes. It's all perfectly converging. And here's another thing, Larry. That very scripture that was there for the birth of Trump is the same scripture that the other Jubilean man, that's the scripture that led him to take a shofar to the Western Wall, to Jerusalem on that day. In the same scripture, it says, the Trump is going to sound at a time of war. You'll sound the Trump. So it was, of course, the Trump that was the scripture of Trump's birth that the other Jubilean guy sounded the Trump. And his name, he's Rabbi Horn, and we got President Trump. <laughs> it was amazing. And listen, God has a sense of humor, too, and God is awesome. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> We have a special collection of Jonathan Kahn resources available today. The books Mystery of the Shemitah and Book of Mysteries, along with the DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked. All three resources by Jonathan Kahn, the books and DVD, can be yours for a gift of $40 or more when you call toll-free 1-800-652-1144. You can always order online, swrc. All orders over $100 receive free shipping. Order your Jonathan Kahn collection today by calling 1-800-652-1144 or visit swrc.com. As we begin a new year, Ministry President Dr. Kenneth Hill wanted to share some thoughts to encourage you. Hello, this is Kenneth Hill. I'm president of the board of Southwest Radio Church Ministries, and here we are together today, and I've been invited to bring a word of devotion for each of us for consideration today. Here we are. The new year is here. It's not going to be here. It's here. We're in 2022, and that's the year of our Lord, 2022. 22. I want to journey with you in the Word of God in Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, 
be thus minded, and if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an ensample. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. For our conversation, or lifestyle, we would say, is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. And that's completing the reading of Philippians chapter 13 from verse 12 through verse 21. Now I want to consider the verse here where he says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now that's verses 13 and 14 of Philippians chapter 3. The Apostle Paul is writing this under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. And he writes this, helping us to understand that even though he was a prince among preachers, even though he was the apostle to the Gentiles, even though he was a well educated and fine learned man, here he was and he says, I have not yet attained. I have not yet made it. And if he hasn't made it, how much more have we not made it? I certainly don't have the credentials that Paul had. In fact, I don't know anybody who has those credentials. And yet here Paul, one of the most accomplished of all of the ministers of the gospel, says, I have not attained. He says, I count not myself to apprehended, but this one thing I do. Now, I always, as a young guy, didn't like this saying of the Apostle Paul, this one thing I do. I thought we ought to be doing more than one thing. And yet, he found the better of the things and the best 
of the things. He says, this one thing I do. Boy, we can learn from that. It's taken me decades, but I certainly appreciate what Paul is saying. This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And this is a a new year. We've got ourselves in a, a new month to begin the new year, and we're underway. The year of our Lord, 2022. Amazing, isn't it? And it's at this threshold of the new year and the beginning of this new year that I say this one thing I do. And hopefully you can say this one thing you do. Forgetting those things which are behind, they're left behind, they're gone. I don't have to remember those things from the year past or the week past or the day past. This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth, that is reaching ahead unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark. I'm pursuing it. I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. May it be that we, as Paul, in this beginning of this new year, may we press toward the mark. May we forget what is left behind, and may we reach toward that which is ahead. May we reach forth unto those things which are before us, and in that fashion, pressing toward that mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What a new year it will be, and what a wonderful year it's going to be as we serve our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm excited about you and me and all of the folks here at Southwest and all who are listening and those who participate with us as we serve the Lord together in this, the new year. May it be so, my friend. May we press on toward the very prize of God in Christ Jesus. Have a wonderful year. Jonathan Kahn's The Book of Mysteries, Mystery of the Shemitah, and his DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked, are all available today. All three books and DVD by Jonathan Kahn can be yours for a gift of $40 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. The Central Florida Prophecy Conference in Lakeland, Florida is January 28th and 29th. 
Registration is free. Visit the events page on our website, swrc.com, for all the information. While you're there, check out the complete schedule of online and in-person conferences for 2022. swrc.com and click on events. That's swrc.com. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. Thank you.